Ladies and gentlemen, up until now you've seen the creature perform the simple mechanics of motor activity, but for what you are about to see next, we must enter quietly into the realm of genius. Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames et messieurs, Damen und Herren, from what was once an inarticulate mass of lifeless tissues, may I now present a cultured, sophisticated man about town. Hit it! The, the, the Sketchomatic Show. Ah, yes. Well, hello there again. Welcome to the Sketchomatic Show podcast. Episode 7. Lucky 7? Yes, lucky number 7. 7, 7. But in this case, my special guest today doesn't actually believe in luck. He'll explain why. I don't want to waste time getting into today's special guest podcast. There's so much to cover, as in all the podcasts so far, but in this one, we take an even longer, lengthy time deep into this special guest's background, history, rise to radio, and possible other career paths he might have taken. Without further ado, Episode 7. Lucky 7. Let's dive in. Special guest. The Sketchomatic Show podcast. I am really amped up today. I'm really excited. Again, every episode I've had so far with every special guest that I've invited on the show that was gracious enough to come on the show, it always gets me, I feel like I'm special and I'm extra special today because I have here my first Kiss FM host, yes, personality, talent, all that, EJ the motherfucking DJ. <laughs> Hi. How are you, E? I'm good. How are you? I don't know how often you do podcasts. Uh, never. Right? That's what I'm saying. The only reason why is because I feel like I do so much. The last thing I want to do is talk some more. Right. But now in this setting. I'm so can, relaxed. Look you at, can talk. I know. You, you got like, your shorts. You right. got your. My feet are like. I'm about to put them on the calendar. I feel like as the conversation goes you on. You should just kick up them on yeah, the I'm ottoman. On this yeah. chair right here. There you go. Use it as an ottoman. There you go. Get nice and comfy. We're getting comfortable, y'all. Yeah, so EJ, yes, host of at Kiss FM in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. How long? I want to get into, there's a lot to cover here, but I don't want to keep you way too long, but I have so many questions. I have so many curiosities about you and, yes. and your career and how you got into radio and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But in this, I was going to say, in this setting, it's relaxed. Yeah. It's set to explicit, so we can talk our shit. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're on Kiss FM, you have to keep your breaks Super tight. Super tight. Right. Right. And and you are able to do that it, with such an extraordinary pace. I've seen you work and mm-hmm. it's it's really jaw dropping to work, I mean, to, to see you work. It's interesting because I felt like I had to not necessarily train myself because mm-hmm. I think in real life I'm long winded, kind of. Mm-hmm. And I digress. I love the digress. Me too. Yeah. And, I, and I actually call myself out. I'll be like, all right, but you're digressing. Bring it back. So it's like, shut up, shut up, shut up. I once tell people who are like getting in and they're sending me their air checks or just what advice. I'll be like, edit what you're going to say, edit again, and then edit it again. Yeah. Well, that's what I do with this podcast. Do I mean, you? it's it's very, it's a free form. 
Mm-hmm. But and sometimes I'm I, I I do digress a lot and I get sidetracked and I go into like other subtopics within subtopics and then I end up just editing the shit out of the podcast. So it just it's more about you and the guests than it's about me. But no, I feel like the all, conversation needs yeah. to just needs to flow and oh, wherever absolutely. it goes, wherever it goes. I just get a little bored of, of hearing myself most. But days. that's you. <laughs> that's you. The listener wants to hear like, what's your thought process? That's true. All right. Well, let's. Tr- I'll keep the edits at a minimum on this one. Okay. Good. All right. So EJ. Yes. What is it, and where is it that you came from and got into radio? What is it that got you sparked into radio? Was this a career path you no, wanted? To, okay. I wanted to, what did so you want to do like originally? I had so many different career paths. Right. I wanted to host a talk show. I wanted to be a news anchor. I kind of still do want to be a news I, anchor. I'm, we're going to get into that <laughs> later on, too. <laughs> so I we're going to digress I, into that. I want to be a news anchor. I want to do, I wanted to uh, teach. Did I say that? Teach. You wanted to teach? I wanted to teach. No, pre-K, you haven't said that yet. Pre-K, first grade. Really? Grade. Yeah. I felt like I had the patience for it. Mr. EJ. Mm-hmm. Would it just be J then? Yeah, no, Mr. EJ. Right. I think that's so like, and then I. what's funny is I remember telling like my high school teachers, mm. they were like, you should do it because number one, there's not a lot of dudes that do it. Right. And number two, the kids like, um, the kids like look up to like these dudes when right. they're being taught. Very much and as also, a I'm male like, role model. Right. Mm-hmm. And also I can get down to their level. Right. So that's why I wanted to do it. I think you'd be a good teacher. That's yeah. like a backup plan. I mean, that's not a bad idea, but okay. So where were you? Where are you originally from? City? Jersey. You're from Jersey. Right. And where did you grow up in Jersey? In Elizabeth and then in Rawway. And growing up out there, like walk me through your, like your, your upbringing. How was it like as, as a kid in Jersey in like the nineties, right? I'm guessing. Nineties, early two thousands. Right. I'm like unlocking memories, as you can see. Please. I, I like seeing um, that. I'm trying to think. I spent a lot of time like with my cousins because mm. my great grandmother, like we would go over to her house after school mm-hmm. and we would all do our homework over there as our like mamas was at work and they would come and pick us up. And then we would all go home and didn't do the, the whole thing over and over again. It was really interesting because she raised us to be like brothers. So it's just me. And I have two other brothers. One I found out probably nine years ago that I had a brother. Are you serious? Yeah. So it's it's me and then my my younger brother by my mom, my mama, and then my father had another child. So how many siblings total? Three. Yeah, three. And you're. But the, I only grew up with one of them. Right. The oldest. And you're the oldest. Right. Okay. Which people think I'm an only child. I guess that's just the way. I thought I you act. were the 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 baby of. Yeah. The it, people either think I'm the baby or an only child, mm. which is interesting. I, I didn't imagine. I didn't. I didn't. Not once did I ever think you were an only child. I thought you were definitely the baby of the bunch. Why? I don't know. You just seem like you come from, you know, a big family. But you know, it's my older cousin. So essentially, yes. Yes. Because they but you were, were raised in that setting. Right. Like they were you. They were your brothers. At sister, 100% right? because that's how my uh, great grandmother raised all of us. So we would go over there. We would do our homework after school and just like hang out. I remember like. Like, there are so many things that I remember. I remember Power Rangers coming on at, like, 5 o'clock. Yeah. And I remember the O.J. Simpson trial preempting Power you Rangers. You were in Jersey at that time? Yes. And Dude, I, re- I, was, I saw that happening live. Did I was, you? I was in Hamilton High School at that time. And I remember I was in Hollywood walking, or no? It's, it's, it was in uh, West L.A. Okay. off Robertson. Uh-huh. And near the 10 Freeway. And I remember I took the bus, you know somewhat halfway home and I walked the rest of the way. And I, but I remember like walking and seeing that, like 
him drive by on, on the, the 405. Uh, on the 405 as I was walking over Sautel, the bridge that connected yes. from Sepulveda to Sautel. We're going north on the uh, 405 right now. I can tell you that I've seen people getting onto the 405. Everybody stopped and out of the cars looking. Could you imagine if social media was around back then? It's crazy, <laughs> but I will say, I will say, being in LA. Yeah. And no, and it was like four o'clock. Well, well was, not four o'clock because it was five o'clock. So maybe like two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, it was somewhere around that. Yeah, because I just two, got three out of o'clock, school. Yeah. Right. I've never seen the four o five like that in my whole entire life. Right. So I was like, it was almost, not necessarily meant to be, but it was. Almost, it's it's crazy, like how there was literally no cars on the streets. I know on the road two o'clock in the afternoon. I know this is like you know twenty thirty years ago, and I remember us being so mad, being mad at that Power Rangers wasn't coming on. Oh. <laughs> It was canceled. Well, <laughs> yeah, not canceled. Well, it, was, it was just right yeah, because yeah. all the channels went to like, and that's when LA. like there was only like thirteen channels. Yeah, right? there wasn't. There was no cable at right. like. There was like basic cable. But, yeah, yeah. But she wasn't paying for yeah, that. That was crazy expensive back mm-hmm. then. It's mm-hmm. still crazy expensive. I don't know. I what just it got is. cut the cord. <laughs> you I just, did. You did. Mm-hmm. Finally. Mm-hmm. So what do you have now? Just Hulu. Yeah. Yeah. What are you watching on Hulu? American Horror Story. I I saw this uh, documentary. I was just watching this documentary. Um. Mm-hmm. About the Boston Marathon. It was a three-part documentary. Like the Boston bombing? Yeah. Uh-huh. The Boston bombing of the marathon. Mm-hmm. And how it was connected to a triple homicide by one of the members of the Boston Marathon. And Whoa. it was these three weed dealers, but they college educated. And and um, and it's one of those towns that crime never happens in Boston. So they didn't necessarily take it seriously because they thought these three... I guess, dr- quote unquote, drug dealers right. got what they deserved, bringing drugs into there. But it's like we, and it's like, could you imagine? Yeah. Like now, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, this is 2013. That's when the Boston bombing happened. It was. Yeah. I think it was. Uh, but it happened. I want to say maybe six months prior. Oh, so but it was connected. Yes, it's almost like it was an unsolved that, mystery, but right solved. because they were. So the whole connection was mm. if they would have caught the three people, if they would have caught the murderer. The Boston Marathon bombing would never happened. What? Yes. What's it called? What it's is called. Uh, God, what is this thing called? Let me open yeah, up my Hulu. Um, but it was just really interesting because that it takes you all around this roller coaster, and it's a thrilling roller coaster. Just to tell you that if they would have caught the people that um, that killed the triple homicide, that was yeah. a part of the triple homicide, it would have never happened. One hundred percent. It's almost like you want to go back in time and just make that arrest right. happen. Right, but. And- they never t- uh, took it seriously, and the murders are still unsolved because the city is not taking it what's seriously. It, what's it called? Do you know? <sighs> I'm trying to look for it right now. Take your time. Take your time. Nobody's listening. Are you sure? <laughs> to this podcast, I'm I'm 100 bajillion percent positive. How do you feel a figure no one's listening? I mean, you know, there's about 10 people listen. It's called The Murders Before the Marathon. Mm, sounds enticing. The Murders Before the Marathon. Yeah, it's uh, three parts. That's a, so it's a limited series. It's only like a three episodes. Let me tell you. And it kept me. You were in. Which is so hard to do because I am so all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Do when you I'm watch, watching TV. Yeah, I notice I, I, I follow you on social media. Mm-hmm. And I see like, I remember you posted about American Horror Story, uh, the, Co- the Coven. Yes. I remember you're like, oh, I, I remember you seeing, saying like, oh, I missed the show or I, I forgot really how good, good this is. Yes. And there's another American Horror Stories. Yes. It short- normally leads up to yeah. the, the, the season of American Horror Story. I see. Mm-hmm. So, but they're all different. 
except for the first two in American Horror Stories. The sh- the, the yeah, they're always like yeah, they're different. Every story, it's a different you right. Know. I like the first two. The 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 young lady. I was telling this to Kristen Lamone, the young lady who uh, who moved in with her two dads. Yes, and, uh, and, right. And she right. finds the cat she was suit. Weird. Right. I like, but she was really cute. I was like, damn. I wish she would. They would have kept going with that. Yeah. I, th- I think that should have been its own story. Yeah. But it's 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 weird because first of all, I would never move into a house like that. Yeah. Second me neither. of all, I'm not putting on something that i found in the house i like, know especially <laughs> with covid i tell you i'm I'm just like can you not touch those things and you can't really wash like latex like that no yeah you can't you, you i mean you can the stuff is yeah. on like you can't just throw it in the washer <laughs> exactly though, is what I mean. you, you know, know, what I mean? know people had yeah. all types of good times I mean, in that thing yeah a lot of sweat went into that <laughs> exactly <laughs> a lot of history in that blood, latex. sweat <laughs> and all types of tears that went in that uh that cat suit so i'm not just putting on a cat suit yeah um but also if i have an inkling that a house is haunted yeah. i am not and then the cat suit made her it possessed her remember right. it like because it had all the well the, she was already a little touched as like the black grandma must say <laughs> yeah. a little touched. touched not all there uh crayon what is it short of a crayon box oh my god yeah. that's great Okay, what else? This is another great question. I'm going to digress. Here yes, we go. I'm going to yes, digress walk, into this. Let's, okay, let's, here we go. Let's follow your stream of consciousness. Oh, I'm so glad you said my uncle taught me the stream of consciousness yeah. and writing. He was a creative writing teacher. But let's let's re-digress uh-huh. into on-air worst blunders. What if, what has been the worst on-air mistake you've ever made in your on-air radio career? I've said the wrong station. I've given out the wrong station telephone number. I've hit wrong buttons. Yeah. I've butchered copy. Have you dropped f bombs? No. Have you ever had dead air longer than? Yes. Yeah. How? What was because the longest this, dead air? This thing is not reliable. Right. Right. Well, it's a computer. Right. Yeah. Computers yeah. can be possessed. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Probably the longest dead air. Ah! <laughs> well, you know the trick. What? When you're in a studio, you dump three times to get you to live. Ooh. So if you're ever having like a dead air moment, dump. These are on air lessons from right. ej you dump to get you to 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 live and then it cuts all of that air out and yeah. you go straight and when we say dump for those laymen that aren't in radio Not we don't mean like taking a, a dump yeah, yeah dump. we don't <laughs> he doesn't mean to go take a dump on the uh control board <laughs> he means to hit the dump button right right yes. okay which will get you to live which basically essentially uh it dump it cuts Patience out on the uh, delay yeah. it cuts out the delay right it cuts out the dead air moment or an f-bomb that may have gone over the air and then it reconnects it to the later time of the live mm-hmm. and essentially you're editing yourself live without using any sort of computer program it's just a dump button so there you go 100 percent. all right so now that's that's your worst i've had i've I had mean, what else have I, I feel like everything that you can think of i've done I've had some crazy on-air blunders uh, running the board. And, and when I, we worked at Power, I remember I, I didn't run a commercial stop set nationally. I, I missed for it. Who's, for whose show? For Big Boy. It How was, did you like? I don't know. I don't remember. Was he I, in the studio? Yeah. he. Well, at the time, there was multiple studios that we... we so he was in his studio, and I'm in this other national booth that controlled. Oh, that's when the show was syndicated. It was syndicated like in New York. Yeah, I remember. and I remember. Uh, oh man, and I this, remember driving to work listening to that, and I was like, "Why is this morning show only on from seven to 10? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, it was it was wild, and we had to be up at three in the morning or be there yeah. at three to be on the air at six. You know, on the East Coast, it was rough because the human body isn't designed to wake up at one or two o'clock in the morning. That's, I'm you know sorry. What's interesting. I was telling somebody, mm. my good friend Booker. Ah, Chris Booker. I was gonna, like, I get, he's going to be a guest on the podcast as well. And he's going to be great. Yeah, he's great. He looks like an actor. He's great. Yeah. I was like, I get why all morning men are grumpy because they're 
up before like it's rough. Yeah, it's rough, man. And I don't really have to wake up that early anymore. Actually, I don't because I start work at nine and I don't have to be. I work Even from home. Nine, I think it's way too early. Yeah. You had to be up on the weekend at 11 a.m. You're you're a you're a night owl. Yeah. You like to go to bed late. Um, so struggle. I, even this past week when I was doing it, I uh, struggled to go to sleep because normally I'll four o'clock. Yeah. Three o'clock. Hey, speaking of which, we we had a nice little stroll together the nice other night. Nice little whole stroll. Yeah, that was really good in a hundred degree weather. At, I at, love it though. Yeah. Like I hate when people hold into. Yeah, yeah. No, I love that. It, it was feels fun. good on your skin. EJ uh, was taking a walk, and we were conversing about uh, just him being on the podcast. And mm-hmm. he decided to. Well, he he lives near the station, not too far. And he was walking down Riverside, and he walked by the Warner Brothers building. And he goes, "Oh, I'm walking by the Warner Brothers building." And I'm like, "Let me shoot you my address. Walk by my place." And you came over. You were you're my first got guest. Got by some bugs. Yeah, you got chewed up. I gave you some bug spray, and right. then we continued our venture down Riverside Drive. And it was good. We we took some snaps. We mm-hmm. took we shot some pics, and I was excited to have you on the podcast. And now you're here. It's funny because I'm like, all right, can't say that. Can't say this. Can't say that because you want to save it for the air. Right. Yeah. Now, now that we're here, yet here we are. And and we've so much to talk about. So we talked about the Hulu thing. We've talked about your blunders. Oh, okay. So let's go back. To you were raised in Jersey, you were coming up with the cousins raised as That's your siblings. That's where we like That's went what, from. Yeah, we went from there, and I wanted it. This is what I wanted to dive into. Uh-huh. Um, the radio career. What? Okay, you said you wanted to possibly. You know be what a it teacher, was? It was leaving Catholic school one day. I was listening to the radio. Wendy Williams just got back to New York. How old were you? Thirteen, fourteen. Mm-hmm. I was like. It seems so much fun because in my head it was like work for four hours, get paid a ton of money, yeah. you get to leave. The American dream, right? Little did you know how much plot shit twist. You had to do. Yeah, plot. <laughs> Spoiler twist. alert. Plot twist. That is not the case because no. I spend more hours here than four. Oh yeah. Um, cutting commercials as I'm well. Cutting commercials. Voice tracking. Voice tracking. Just like being here, going to meetings and yeah. things of the like. Um, and I was the way how she was like, I thought she was so captivating. Yeah. That's how I felt about big boy when I, cause he was the reason I got into radio. Really? When I heard him on power back in the nineties, he was just doing like, he would come on overnights and then he went to nights. He, he basically, he essentially started overnights, nights, afternoons, mornings, never did midday. I remember when he told me the story about the whole moving from afternoons to mornings and how he just, yeah, did he didn't want to do it. it. I was like, I just don't understand like how, yeah. It's hard, man. Especially when you're just used to your because lifestyle. Because he was like um, going out and doing stuff. He do appearances, and right? Stuff. And he still does, which I don't know. And Andy's a dad now, right? You know, so it's it's a lot going on. And I think as you get older, I don't know if it's like less sleep you need. I, for me, I feel like I don't need to sleep as much. I'm 44 I feel like now. I need to sleep. Yeah, sleep. I sleep on the weekends. Like I'll I'll get my sleep in on the weekends, but um okay I take naps. All let, right, let me let me, yeah die 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 Greg 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 let's do this. You're listening to Wendy Williams and you're leaving Catholic school. 13, 14 year old EJ in Jersey. Mm-hmm. What radio station was it? WBLS. Okay, and, what, and I got to work there. Oh wow, was that your first gig? Is that yes, so? Production. So you hear you hear Wendy Williams. How do you 
get hired? What? Wh- who do you reach out to? What is it that gets you I in felt the like it motion? Was such a process. It was. I know. Tell me about it. It was such a process because I hear her, and then I'm like listening to the radio, and I, I start falling in love with all of the DJs there on on the radio right. station. I've been there, and um, I go home, and I like. It's so funny because when I when I set my mind to something, I really honestly do it. Yeah. Which is why it's so crazy because people are like, you know, you should do this. And it's scary for me because you get locked in. Yes. Mm. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. I obsess over it. Blinders on. Yes. Mm -hmm. I obsess over it. And I think it's an unhealthy obsession. So that's why a lot of times I try not to like lock in on it. But that's the drive, though. I'm the same way. I was the same way about getting to power to work with big. Mm-hmm. I did everything and anything. I went to go work at Groove Radio and I learned what I I learned the essentials of radio and I got on the air at 19 years old and I was doing weekends, I was doing mornings at 19 years old. Youngest guy on the radio in Los Angeles. I remember my program director, her name was Mano, and I remember she she'd say, "Don't tell people on the air how old you are." Yeah. I'm like, "Why?" She was like, "Because I'm going to catch shit for it. You're too young." Yeah, because I think people want the morning show host yeah. to be experienced yeah. and because, life experiences. Yeah. I looked older, so they were. She was able to get away, but I only did it for like six or seven months, just until they put somebody else in. But still, I did it. That was legit, you know. And That's it was really very good. exciting. So uh, that ultimately was my stepping stone to power. Mm-hmm. You, on the other hand, so you know what I was doing. I was literally so I, I turned my grandmother's basement into like this makeshift radio. Studio. Get out of here! Yes, she bought me a computer. Did you like, ever DJ like on no. turntables? I felt like I wonder if I can. You should. EJ the motherfucking DJ. You wouldn't even be DJ EJ. You'd be right. EJ the motherfucking DJ. That would be legit. Right? That would be legit. Yeah. I would love that. Um, so you turn your just basement. extra side money. Oh, oh yeah, it's good hustle, money. Hustle, Everybody's hustle. a DJ now, bro. Everybody's here, yeah. yeah. Um, but so so you, uh, the basement becomes a radio station, and then? And then I start making these tapes. Mixtapes? Of, of or, me like acting uh, like I'm on the radio. You were making, uh, you are doing radio shows for fun, uh-huh. as Stewie would say. Yes. From Family Guy. Literally. I was making radio shows for fun. And then my auntie would listen to said radio shows. Literally listen. And I'm like, and I, what's interesting is I listen back to some of these and I'm like, God, you are terrible. Well, but, you started. But. Yeah, yeah. What's interesting, and all I was doing was mimicking, uh, sidebar. I would do the imaging too. So like the sweepers and stuff like that. Do you, oh, now, do you have any of these? They're all like at my grandmother's house. And but you like have tapes. them in, on the one cassette? Yes. And, oh. then I, and then I started to um, transition into like digital. So they're all like somewhere on an external oh, hard drive. Man, or I got to like hear this. Absolutely. But then this is all. So it was all no coaching and all doing what I was listening to the radio, right. I was doing, I was mimicking. You were what these mimicking with were it, doing. and I've done the same thing. Right. I, mimic, I mimic John Frost in imaging, and it's crazy, like how I was doing this and no training. Right, you just picked up on it. It was a natural, like you, you knew what to do just based on what you heard. It's like an artist able to just start drawing and without taking classes, or a painter painting, or a musician writing a song who's never an actor who's never going to. You had the same inkling built mm-hmm. in, and none of your family was in radio or media no. or any kind of entertainment. Mm-hmm. Anybody work in any kind of show but business? But nobody like like uh, you know like how people are like, oh, what are you doing? This is a dream. What yeah, did anybody try to knock nope. you for it? No, no. With grandmother was like Mm-mm. grandma was totally supportive. When I got my internship, she yeah. let me quit my job and gave me money every day. Just so, so where I were you working at? 
WBL. Uh, I was working at a daycare, not a daycare. It was an after-school program. Okay, so, you, so and you after were like my a, internship, like I just a counselor or something. Yeah, uh-huh. Okay, and then you, I was doing that for years. So you get hired as an intern right. at BLS. Radio, what is it? WBLS in New York, and then the legendary. Okay, so how do you get hired as an intern? <sighs> so go ahead. I was uh, I was trying to just be put on. You know, like how you just want to be put on. I was emailing people at radio stations in Philly and I was trying to calculate like I can take this train to this train to this train to this train to get there just to be in the building so they like gave me the runaround and then I you know got to talk to somebody in a promotions director promotions office she's like oh you have to be a college student and I'm like I was so bummed Mm. because um this program director was like oh you can come and be my intern and then he refers me to her and was like oh like you have to. You got to go be, by protocol. And I'm. I was so mad because yeah. he just made it seem so simple. Mm-hmm. And she just like shuts it down. He, and I was like, Do you think he did that on purpose? Absolutely. Because right now, because right now, I, if I don't want to do something, I'll have. <laughs> not, not, not if I don't want to do something, but I like right now. Like let's say if it's somebody back on the other side of the building yeah. wants me to do blank, and I'm like, sure, sure. And I will go to the boss lady and be like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> like, oh, so run interference. Yeah. Nice. That's exactly what he did. Huh? And I think that's Learn what, from like, the best. Right. And I think that's what a good boss does. Like, yeah. you know, a doesn't good boss. doesn't say no to you. But right. you got your hopes up. Though. No, no, no. I'm talking about like, oh. I'm talking about like how when you're as me as a jock uh-huh. now, and they ask me to do something, I'll be like, sure, sure. Yeah. You fix it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm you, saying? I you think, let them down. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good boss. No, it is a good boss. Gut. You know what yeah, I'm saying? That's, but what, anyway. that's what a producer's for. That's what like Jason. 100%. Ryan do. Yeah. I think they're that, good at saying no. Right. Yeah. Without making you feel small. You're like, no, that's not what he wants to do. Yeah. Or not even that's what he has something scheduled that day. Perfect. I wish I need somebody to run interference for my life. Yeah, anyway. you know, speaking of which, you don't have any producers on your show. Yeah, here at Kiss, so we do the vibe with uh, Tanya and I do a show and Erica okay. will do that, which is she's great. Okay. Shout out to Erica. You know Erica, right? I believe I do. Yeah, she, I, vaguely. She's vaguely. great. She'll I, I, be like, uh, can we not do that? And she'll be like, good. She's the best. Don't worry. I'll tell him, tell him no in the very <laughs> nicest way possible. Yeah. It's the best. It's I'm not awesome. good at that. It's I'm not, awesome. I, I get angry when people ask me for stuff. I, when I get a message from someone going sketch, I know you're busy. That's how it starts. But can you edit this drop for me? And immediately I'm like, God damn it. Like that's I don't, my, that's my go-to too. I don't like do. I just feel, and I don't know why I get so upset about it because I know just, I think it's because go ahead. just diving into your stream of consciousness. Yeah. They know you're busy, yeah. but fuck what you're doing. Right. Work with what I'm That's doing. exactly what I say. Yeah. Stop what you're doing, sketch, and tend to me. Cater to me. And then, of course, they go, oh, man, tell me how much it's going to cost. I'll gladly pay you. And I'm like, look. That doesn't even. I'm just going to do it as a favor because if I tell you how much it's going to cost, you're not going to want to talk to me anymore. How much will it cost? I mean, you know, I, I, I charge people to get me in front of the computer now. It's not necessarily the project. Mm-hmm. It's my time and the time of and effort it takes to set up the project. It's the work before the work. If said DJ comes to you and says that they need a drop edited, how much is it cost, costing? I mean, at least 500 bucks. You know? I think that's reasonable. Yeah. But you see, these guys, they, they or guys, gals, 
people, humans, they don't want to pay that. They we'll want find the, somebody else. They to do want it the then. favor. Yeah, they want the. But then they go, "Oh, you're the best sketch." But they don't want to pay the best. They don't want to pay the best. The best for what he's worth. That's why I always, if I ask someone to do, I'll be like, "How much does it cost?" Yeah. Because I am very like cognizant of people's time yeah. and cognizant of like you know you don't have to do this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So let's go back now. You're yeah, now you're we, you're we digress. I love digressing though with uh, you. So I um so the you get story your intern. is I got my internship and you you bypass all from that. not even getting so okay so yeah. back to the program director yeah. that telling me that I, right that told me that uh you know I need a college credit I yeah. was like all right I was so bummed when I when I found that out what the promotions director yeah like, yeah said no so I was like so what okay, did you do that How? is not gonna stop yeah. me. You didn't go to college, right? Did you didn't not. Go to, you didn't go to school for radio. No. You taught yourself from mm-hmm. learning, listening to Wendy Williams and, and the like. Right. And then you get turned down from the internship because of this program. director. So you got to be at college. You're like, F that. What's the next move? The next move is me saying that I was going to college, never went and went to an internship. Ah, you just faked the funk. Yes. Isn't that crazy? What, did, what college did you say you went to? Union County College. Nice. And they didn't check? That's genius. Did you did you forge like a document? Or did you? You did? <laughs> genius. I'm just going to let you talk right now. That is brilliant. And um, it, it's what's interesting is how I was saying to myself, that's how I think I knew it was meant to be. Because that you're a counterfeiter? No. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Sure, a finesser is a better word, but fine, I'm you can say that. Kidding. It's like catch um, me if you can with Leonardo right, to right, Cappuccino. Right, yeah, right, yeah. but it's like that's how I knew it was meant to be. And then I was actually having a conversation with the internship coordinator, and she was like, "Oh my gosh, we forgot to, you know, have your um your college letter or something like that." So I quickly changed the subject and like, oh my, you digressed. I did, and it worked. And she went down my stream of consciousness and did not look back. Isn't that amazing? See, and you have I, that ability to, to like guide wherever I want people to go. Yeah. But what's interesting is how once I was there, I had to show them that I would, that I needed to be there. So I was the intern that was first there. Mm. First leaving, one in the morning, first one in the morning, yeah. last one to leave at night. That's what it takes. And man. what's interesting. And, and you know how it is. It's, it's always about like, when the program director was there, he was a night owl. He would be there at 10 o'clock at night and I would still be there too with the pr- production director, Anthony. Just like learning, just being there. And I was like, you know, I just want to, and they are at their most vulnerable outside of six o'clock. No one's there. And they're just in a room chilling. The most vulnerable. You can go in there, ask for whatever. So I was like, I really want to learn the board. Yeah. So he gets up. I remember walks that. To the studio. Somebody's in the studio running a board and he's like, I need you to teach him the board. And I was hey, like, and what you're like 16 by this time. How I was 18. Hey, right. 18. And I was like, I'm in because anytime I'm there now, mm-hmm. I'm learning the board. Right, right. You're learning valuable board time is what we refer to it at Groove Radio. We, valuable board. Yeah. Time. Valuable board time. Uh, I'm literally in. I'm like, I can do this. Were you nervous? Uh, Yes. When you hit that I, first absolutely. button, that first commercial sweeper or whatever, did you, were you, you know, I was, cause you know, they would, Oh, you're, you're controlling the sounds yeah. of millions yeah. of people. Yeah. 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 It's like, fine, there could be a, right. a potential million people. Don't fuck up EJ. Literally the things in auto, but fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, so I do that. And then, uh, James Brown passes away oh, and yeah. he, I think his body was laying at the Apollo theater. Yeah. 
So the midday guy went to the Apollo to broadcast live and I saw, and it's literally like you have the right place, right time. Always situation in this, in this building mm-hmm. or any radio station. And the program director was looking for me. He called me the kid. Shout out to Vinnie Brown. The kid. Where's the kid? The kid. The, the kid, kid. EJ. The kid. Yeah. Right. EJ. And I kid. saw, I actually saw him looking for me, but I wanted to like play it cool. So I was like, you pretended you, you didn't see him looking for you. Right. Oh, look at you. And he's like, suave kid. I need you to run the board. You like, like, thought you'd never ask. I was like, okay. Uh-huh. He's like, can you do that? I was like, yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. Done. Went in there. Not nah, ran the board, took the station off air. <laughs> Are you yes. your first radio blunder? Right, that was right. it. And what, um, what do you no, mean? Took it it only, off? only, um, because the music was good. Vinny was like, I heard the mistake that you did, and I was like, Oh, yeah, I did take it off air. I'm sorry. And he was like, I actually didn't hear it, but thanks for telling me. How long did you take it off air for? Well, the, jo- the jock was, um, he wanted to go live when he already put the tracks in. He wanted to go live from his phone saying that we're going to the Apollo. Right, right. Blah, 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 blah. I'm blah, here blah, on blah. location. And I remember putting the sweeper up and he wasn't on. But it was fine because they used Oh, me. so you potted him up and he right. wasn't there. He wasn't on. Uh, but what's interesting is how like I they used me for all of like the live broadcasts after yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, okay, so you did your one little blunder. No I know, big deal. It was my first time and he he was cool. They put yeah. me on the board after and we, you know. No more mistakes after that. Then. No. Uh-uh. Very, very rare and seldom. Let me ask you this. Did you meet Wendy Williams when you got hired? Yes. And and how was she in person? She was, she was good. Did your dreams get shattered? Was she rude to you at all or did you? I don't remember her being rude. She was always nice. Yeah. I've never met her in person myself, but I, I, I know the name and. She's a radio legend. I remember that episode of How I'm Living on BET. It was their version oh. of Cribs. Oh, yeah. It was her and Big Boy. Because oh, I remember yeah. I recorded yes. it on VHS. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, it was like, wow, these jocks are like living pretty dope. Yeah. Okay. So let's fast forward now. Okay. Okay. So you you did your you did your internship. Mm-hmm. You, you get hired. You run the board. You get the valuable board time. And then... How does it turn evolve into you getting on air? Like when's the so first? I was tired of like doing spots and stuff like yeah. that, mainly because because you were doing production and stuff and running the board. Uh huh. You doing I, what I did or what I do now? Right. I just don't run the board. I hated the whole like oh the client loved the spot. Oh, they yeah. just wanted to add the uh, in the spa. That's my life. The spa. <laughs> and I'm like, no, to manage your client's expectations. Thanks. That's exactly my point. Manage yeah. your client's yeah. time and expectations and let them know that we have one person yes. working and he can't yes. reopen this session Thank just you. to open the word, just to put the yeah. word the. Oh, can't in you it. just copy paste no, it from another one of no, the spots? No, no, because it is not the same, same way. Inflection. Right, right. <sighs> oh, but the client, the client, here's the thing about clients. Here's the thing, okay? When you, I understand that you want the commission check. You, you got to have it. I you get, need to manage right. their expectations. Yeah. You can't make the the triangle fit in the square. Okay. Okay. We're digressing again. I'm just, now. I'm just getting. I'm getting angry about it. <laughs> and I just want to quickly say this. And you know this. If we had a fucking penny for every breath we've ever edited out of any audio spot. No, just keep it. Who cares? I would have slap you money by really? now. Oh, oh my God. 20 plus years of editing. You know how many breaths I've edited out? I remember a, a production director, uh-huh. creative services director, mm-hmm. got mad at me because I left a breath in an endorsement spot. Are you serious? And I was like, um, is this supposed to sound like that yeah. they're like 
What, you flawlessly don't going from the break yeah. to the spot, but it is what it is. Uh, okay, so so now you you're tired of production, you're tired of running the board. Now you how do you get on air? What is the first uh the first moment you get your big break? Uh so here's what I did. Um I left BLS, love that place, but I was like, it's time to go to grow, right? Mm-hmm. So I went to work for Keep Sweat, the Sweat Hotel. That was such a good time. He's such a good dude. Mm-hmm. Had a great time there. And then it was like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. I Not to say that I get bored quickly or that it was a bad place to work because I definitely had a good time just hanging. Like, I am a sucker for stories and I love working with veterans of the game mm-hmm. and no matter what they do and just sitting back and listening to them talk in their stories and not just saying anything, just following their stream of consciousness. Just like fly on the wall. Right. right. And he had tons of stories. So I was like, man, I just, I, I'm tired of producing. I want to do my own thing. So your boy put together air checks. You, you went back to the basement yep. and you made a radio nope. show. Well, no. I, I, so I, w- I was working at an actual studio. So I was like, let me use their studio and equipment and their songs to put together these air checks. This air check that you make, who it do gets, you give it to? It gets me a job upstate New York in Ithaca. At what station? Uh, Z95.5. Damn. And what what slot did you get? Nights, nights, overnights, or just no, nights? just nights. Wow, it was six to five. It was five to eleven, and then they moved me to six to midnight. That's prime time drive. The six but to was, seven, uh, six to eight. It at least was, it was. What was it? It's a six hour shift, and I think I got to track the last hour. Do you miss living back on the East Coast ever? Because uh, the reason sometimes I, sometimes the, the only reason why is because you can literally hit. Four cities in a span of five hours. Right. Four of that tri-state majors, area. Yeah, yeah. Four major cities. Mm-hmm. Northeast corridor. But you don't miss the weather. No. Right. I always, I, the reason I ask you that is because I feel like you're so LA. I am. When I hear you on the air, especially your like on air. Yeah. Your on air voice is very, when I remember. I think it's similar to this. This. I think it's kind of oh, it's totally talking. similar. It's, yeah, it's yeah. me talking. But when you, you know, you ramp you it just, up. Right. You ramp it up and it's. It's very, I don't know, man. I remember when I first started working here in 2019, I was working with Tony Sanchez and I was producing one of your commercials. Sketchy Sanchez. Sketchy Sanchez. (laughs) And I remember I was like, I was like, man, that EJ guy, he just has such a cool voice. He sounds so cool. What did Tony say? He was like, really? (laughs) He was like, oh yeah, EJ, he's, he, uh, he came from the East Coast. He mentioned something about you coming, not from being from LA. I came from uh, Texas. Yeah, Texas. Do you have a Texas twang ever? Mm-mm. No, do you never had any I kind of lived there longer. I lived right. there five years. So right. I don't think I would. But did you have developed. any, any accent from the East coast? I think I mean. certain words. Yeah. Like when I say water, water. Yeah. What about coffee? Co- uh, I say co- coffee. Not as, not as Manhattan. New I don't York, say cof- so. coffee. I My like- grandmother has it. She'll say button, Button. I say button, button. I like, like certain words. I like the East Coast. Like this is my impression of Shower. East Coast, uh, like Shower. Jewish lady who's like, let's let's walk our dogs and get Go some coffee yeah, and talk about like our dogs. Yeah, dogs. <laughs> Everything has like a W A in it. Yeah, dogs and dogs. Yeah, Dwarf. Can you do any other accents? Do you do no. any like British? I wish I knew how to do. Do you know like, how to do a British sh- accent? I was trying to. Um, I was trying to do an Australian. Do an Australian I, accent. I have no idea how it's to. Stand under, mate. Stand under. You know what they call the the toilet in Australia? It's uh, the Danny. The really? Danny. They call it the Danny, mate. Uh, 
Yeah, I can't do like accents. Have you ever seen like Mr. In Between? No. On I'm not Hulu. a big like movie buff. It's not movie. It's a TV show. It's Mr. a series. It's called Mr. In Between on Hulu. It's on FX on Hulu. You'd like it. It's all Australian. And the guy who plays uh, Mr. In Between, he looks like the Australian version of me. Really? Bald headed guy. You're bald? Yeah, I'm very bald. I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, I'm like a dodo bird bald. <laughs> dodo birds are bald? Well, I am. <laughs> Yeah, giraffe. <laughs> the giraffe, giraffe, dodo bird, the giraffe. Uh, okay, so I remember hearing your voice on on with Tony Sanchez and and him saying, yeah, he's not from Los Angeles originally. I said, wow, well, he sounds very LA. And then I met you, and we clicked right away. Mm-hmm. We clicked right away. I was and I admire your on air talent. I do. I admire the the ramped up version of EJ. I I admire the the tightness you run on the board. Mm-hmm. How good the callers are that you get. You have a way of uh, getting people to to open up and laugh, and and all in the span of times ten seconds, right? Isn't that crazy? Now, why is that? I've never even sat and thought about that. Yeah, why is why is do you think that you have this this ability? Have you always did? You, I think I'm easy to talk to. You are, but did it take a minute to learn that? Like, did you, was it always like a natural gift? As soon as you got on air in, in WBLS, right? Was that your first on air gig or no, it was at Ithaca, right? Mm-hmm. When you were on air at Ithaca, oh, what station was it again? Z95.5. Z95.5. Ithaca's number one hit music channel. Doing nights over there uh-huh. and doing these quote unquote, you know, fake air checks, right? But still getting, did you just immediately take to it or did you kind of have to warm up? What was the process? Well, what's interesting, I think what what uh, warmed me up was answering the phones mm. when I was running the board because I would just talk to people. I see. I would just talk to them. And you'd record it. Yes. Obviously. Because I, you yeah. know, doing these fake shows at home still. And I just need needed calls. But I think it was me talking to them. And I automatically feel like I talk to people like we've been friends for years. Yeah. And I think that's what gets people to like. Yeah. Affable. Right. Affable guy. And just, I'll be like, I'll be like, what? What's the matter? What? Like, like if somebody's like, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. And I'm like, why? I don't, I don't bite. Like, it's, it's just you and I talking and we're not even on the air right now. Yeah. yeah you do. You, know you dive saying? in. Well, yeah. tell me about it. What's wrong? Yeah. Like, I remember I, you did that to me when I first met you. I'm like, God damn, there's so many. I'm sorry to bother you with this, EJ. I've edited a lot of your spots. Oh, really? Like, which ones? <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, this one for uh, Hulu. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't, I, I think I just, I am very, and I think this is why I want to be a journalist. Ah, I want to get into news that. anchor. Yeah, I want to get into is that because I want to know the deeper story. I want to know what made you thought. What made you thought? What made you the get what? up this morning? This yep. morning, and and you know, get decide to put on the right. hoodie. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. As opposed to just like, you know what I mean. Just like simple stuff, like how you know, sketchy Sanchez thinks, yeah, or just any like anything, anything that I comes to mind. Know, I don't want to know. I hate. I used to say this all the time. I hate generic. Hate it, hate it, hate it. If I am up here and I see you walking down the hallway and I'm like, sketch, what's up? Or something like, you can't be like, oh, hey. And if you respond like that, you mean like, like, hey, what's up? Yeah, I I would be like, what's the what's the matter? Because I know that you normally don't. Right. Don't respond like that. I hear you on that. Okay. Let's more do- than surface. I want more than yeah, surface. Yeah, you want to dive deep. I want to get into the journalistic side. We did a little accent thing. You you have more of a, you have an, an East Coast accent at times, but you're trying to work on an Australian accent. I say watch Mr. In Between. DJ is balancing an essential uh, bottle of water on his head right now, which yes. is another unknown. Oh, 
Let's do this real quick. Mm-hmm. What about unknown talents? Like, do you have, besides balancing this bottle of water on your head, it looks like it's about to fall when off. When I'm drunk, no. I can text perfectly. You can, I'm sorry, say that again. When I'm drunk, I can text perfectly. Really? Yes. Like gram, uh, grammatically correct yes. on everything. Mm-hmm. That's an unknown talent. Mm-hmm. What other What other talents do we have? Like, can you juggle? Can you juggle? Can you do a magic trick? Mm-mm. Disappearing eggs. <laughs> Every- if I ever tell you I'm being right back, just yeah. know to enjoy the rest of your day. <laughs> Sky home. Okay. No, so I, I think that's, I don't have any no. talents. You could text perfectly when you're drunk. Do you drink a lot? Are you a drinker? Yeah. Yeah. What do you, what's your drink of choice? Red wine, tequila, mm. margarita. What kind of tequila? <sighs> um, Cosmigos. Patron. Oh, Patron. Really? Yeah, I think it's smooth. It is smooth, but it's like jet fuel. You yeah, ever pe- people always say it tastes yeah. like jet fuel. Have you ever Have tried Ornitos? No. That's even better. That's that's the real tequila. Is it really? And also uh, Don Julio 1942, which is you can drink that warm and it's amazing. Can you? I don't drink anymore. I'm sober Sally now, but I Good used to drink you. a lot. Yeah, I'm what going on. Well, by the time this airs, it'll be past this, but it's been uh, one year, nine months and 10 days. Good for you. Yeah. I will say that. Um, Thank you. I can go months without drinking. Yeah. You don't seem like yeah. a drinker. I can't. I can't really imagine you drunk. Oh, it happens. I wouldn't know it because you'd be texting quickly. me perfectly. Yeah, it happens. Well, you'll know in person. Yeah. No, not necessarily. Uh, what's funny, I was having a conversation with Sisney, who is, of course. Yes, yeah, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Right. We were having this conversation. And she was like, you can't tell when I'm drunk. And I was like, I can, you can't tell when I'm drunk either. <laughs> I may get a little like, um, I'm happy. Mm. Like You're super, always happy. Though. Like a super happy. I can get a little grumpy. Yeah. But like a super happy drunk. Yeah. And you're like, oh, he's feeling it because he is just like he's hugging loose. He's a loose like, as a goose. Yeah, he's hugging. He's doing all of that, and and that's me. That's how I am too. I became when I used to drink. I became the guy who's like, no, 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 I got it, I got it, I got it. Like I'd always pay for everybody's shit, and then the and next day I'd wake up, yeah, like, I'd wake dick. up the next day and go, <gasps> right. It was yeah, that was that guy. But then there was also the dark side that would come out eventually. Like enough drinking. Do you ever? Would you ever get a uh, belligerent or you know angry? No. You I'm not see- belligerent and no. like I'm I, I like to think that well I like to portray that I'm even kill. <laughs> you are. I don't care about a lot of things. Yeah. You it just slides off the back like a like a duck. Like right? I remember something happened and I remember saying, Did your patient die? Something here. Because they were just freaking out and it was just not something on my behalf. Right. And I was like, Did your patient die? Oof. And they were like, What do you mean? And I was like, you were not saving lives. It's fine. Yeah. Come on. It's all right. Nobody's going to die. Air. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Basically what I was trying to say, and I wasn't, you know, trying to be condescending or anything right. like that. It was just like, it's not that serious. Yeah, we'll, I agree. We'll, we will work it out. Yeah. Nobody's going to know. The general public isn't going to know. I always feel that way. If a commercial misses, people are running around with their pants on fire, you know? And I'm like, guys, guys, we'll just play it again. Yeah, play it later. Oh, well, the client's going to, ah, and I'm like, guys, it's, Again, a plane isn't flying. Manage your client's yes. expectations. And even if you have to say, we thought this time would be a better prime time for you guys because yeah. we value your your service. Yes. Thank you. I hope one of I hope salespeople are listening to this. Just to be like, just to be like, hey, you know, you know, sketchy. Yeah. We really appreciate your service. Never hear that. We just saw and then if no one says anything, yeah. no one knows. Nobody knows. Nobody cares. Just do a little like I can.
Okay, let's go back. Let's re-digress, reverse digress. Uh, getting to Kiss FM in Los Angeles. How did that... So that was like a cultivating while I was in Ithaca. Uh-huh. I was emailing the program director who mm-hmm. was, you know, the, the president of Top 40 Programming. And I was sending him air checks. And he's like, hey, we're, we're trying to find, you know, an, a great spot for you. So he's... We went to Austin. Austin was a great time. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so so you went my, from Ithaca to, to Austin, Austin, right? Which was okay. a great big jump. Yes. Which I loved my time in Austin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was a good time. I still go back. I call it home because I think that's... So I didn't go to college, but Austin was me. That was like your college. Right. That's how I feel about power. Mm-hmm. Power was like my college and iHeart is the real fucking corporate world. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Um, so... I just really, cause I felt like I become, became an adult mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. It was me by myself. First time moving away, living on your life. own. Right. Because Ithaca was only like three hours away from Jersey. So I could still always run back home. Right. Every Everything weekend. was close enough to 100%. each other in the tri-state area. So going to Austin, I felt like I grew up. I really like, was me. You you grew into yourself as a radio personality. Right. You're living on your own. You're was, a was celebrity to, to a degree. Right. Was able to do TV out there. Really which was super fun on the on the uh, on a Fox station there. So it was just really a good time. So from there, you know, I uh, went from Austin to Dallas because my program director, who was in Austin, went to Dallas, and a year later, he just you know. Now, what stations were on in in Texas? Ninety six seven Kiss FM. Okay, so it was also a Kiss FM out there. Yeah. There's a lot of Kiss FMs across the country mm-hmm. and around the world. It's right. that's a it's somewhat of a spelled K I S S. Yeah, I like uh, K I I S, right? Or yeah. no, over there it's spelled K- regular. Yeah, yeah. Like Kiss, like give me a kiss. But their call letters were K H F I. Oh, okay, I see. But out here it's K I I S, which I like the best. It just sounds so it's unique. It's very official. K I S FM, Los Angeles. Okay, so. You're working in Texas. You go from Austin to Dallas, and then jumping over to uh, to Kiss FM in Los Angeles. What year did that happen? And who was programmed? Was it Ivy? It was Ivy. 2017. He um, he's like, hey, we're gonna fly you out to L. A. You know, he calls you. Yeah. Did you know him already? Uh huh. And you already because from Ithaca, right. he would call me and oh, check so you in guys were already it. conversing at right, that right, point. Right, okay, right. okay. And and were you were you feeling like I was scared? You were yes. Because I, I felt like my world was about to change. And it did. It did. Yeah. Because they were like, you know, um, what was it? My program director. He's like, I think this is about to happen. And I'm like, even though like Dallas was a really interesting situation because mm-hmm. it was it was a different type of station I was on. It was like more of a an older, older demographic. Yeah. Yes. And I just knew I had to go. And you're like going to have to reinvent time. yourself again now. Not here. necessarily reinvent myself because mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily change like re-adapt, how I wa- how I was right. on air or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But you're moving to I a new city like, is a whole big deal, especially LA. Right. But the when I knew no disrespect, but when I was talking into Atlantis Morissette songs, I was like, it's time to go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel you on that. It was like, I was like, um, it's time to go. Uh, now, getting to L.A., and, and I understand that feeling must have been... Because uh, this is a big station, yeah. and I, my biggest fear was to mess up. Right. And I did not want to mess up. So when you came to L.A., Ivy sets you up, he flies you to L.A., what happens? He hands me a contract. And I was like, I did not know that we were at this point. Really? Yeah. He's and, like, take us just look, take a look over this. And I was let like, me quickly I, let's get some more details. So, so you fly into LA, you fly into LAX or Burbank, 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 so which not is even. beautiful. Oh. They um, 
put me on the cheapest flight. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, the cheapest flight because it was from me. And at that point, I I just hate. I still hate flying. Like I do, do it as a necessity. Really? I love hate it. I love that no one can get in contact with you. Yes. Not to say no one can well, get they, in contact with you. They have Wi-Fi you. on. Right. Plane, and I'd be using it. Yeah. But um, it's 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 almost like solitude. Yeah. Because you're just up there. You're chilling. It's the perfect excuse. Right. Like, Sorry, I'm, on the plane. I'm literally unreachable. Leave me the hell alone. Yeah. Um, so I went from Dallas Love Field mm-hmm. to Vegas. Had to spend like an hour and oh, a half. Oh, you had to connect? Vegas. Yeah. Oh my God. Did you do some gam- some light gambling later? No, I'm not a gambler. No, me neither. I don't like to lose money. I say my dad was a uh, heavy degenerate gambler. And that's what made me, it turned me off my, big time. My grandmother and I, we're, we're one of the same. We uh, had this conversation earlier today. Yeah. Or earlier this week and she's like yeah when i would go to atlantic city i would like 20 30 dollars i'm done yeah because it's like that's it i'm not losing money yeah go away and she was like for me to put all this money in the machine for somebody else to win it absolutely not that's the lamest shit ever but you know if you know how to do it <laughs> it's I'm just a not, gamble yeah it's a gamble unless you're like a professional poker player yeah no thanks yeah yeah so um so you're in vegas hour and a half mm-hmm. hour and a half the flight and i was like god this flight to vegas literally right over the hill it's up and down. Yeah, it's like 48 minutes. Right. Yeah. So did that, got here, had no sleep because... Your adrenaline's pumping. Yes. You're excited. So who picks you up? You take, there's new Uber at the time, right? Or was there Uber? Yeah. There was. I okay. Oh, Uber, you said 2017. I'm sorry. You took Uber. a lift. I remember going to the hotel, the hotel over there by the Vons. Mm-hmm. This is cool. And then I get an email. What time are you planning to come to the station? And I'm like... Whenever. Whenever you need me. Yeah. Let's go first. Twelve thirty. So I get here. So you walk over. No, because I didn't know how close it was. Uh, now I would have absolutely one hundred percent. It's only three blocks, over. right? right. Um, but I I got in my lift and um, you I meet get up here. with Ivy. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And then he hands you the contract. He no, goes. He takes he, me down to Greg Ashlock. Yeah. Holy shit! And I was like. Hey, Greg Ashlock <laughs> is one of the head of iHeart. Yeah, 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 uh, yes. One of the heads of iHeart. So we we talk, and you know, Greg's just going over the expectations of being over here. Is it completely Kiss. surreal to you while you're sitting there? Are you like, I, are you I kind like, of what? like, we're we're talking with Greg? Yeah, you're you're definitely. Are you seeing yourself kind of in the third person now? One hundred percent as it's replaying. Yes, it's like I'm I'm looking at it right. From at the a 360. Per, yes. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we're standing. Ivy standing. I'm standing in front of Greg. Greg's sitting, I think. Mm-hmm. We're just talking. It was a super cool conversation. It was really cool. Right. So we leave Greg. We go upstairs. And they're showing uh, you the station, giving you the tour. No. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not even. So we go back up into uh, Ivy's office. He hands me this envelope and he's like, look this over. And I'm like, this is a thing. This is a contract. This is happening. And I remember saying like, so one thing about me, I hate moving and I hate change, which is the most constant thing in this it's, stupid business. Yeah, especially in uh, in in radio and in Los Angeles. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, you have gotta to move. move yeah, but you're moving to LA though. I don't care. And you Still never moving. you never worked in LA before, right? Never. So I was petrified. How old are you at this point? 27, 28. Okay. Yeah, you're a grown man. You're you're grown, but I'm you're still adult. young and cool. Right. Right. 27 is a great age, and you Maybe get to 28. Oh, well, let's just say twenty-seven. Okay, and, and you 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 get you get a contract. Do you sign it right away? In front Hell of them? no! You went you went back to the hotel. Yes, I didn't right? even look at it until I got like to Dallas. And then what's interesting? I didn't even look at it then. Really? Mm-mm. Wow! 
he takes me out to dinner to this famous like Wolfgang Puck restaurant. Oh yeah, and I indulged. Of course. I mean, I was being windy dined. That's lovely. So I um, dinner with Ivy. It was great. And, and Barb, his wife. Oh, Barb's no. wife. Wow, she's great. She's a good time. So you had dinner with the Ivies, mm-hmm. and and you at Wolfgang Puck, and he's whining and dining you. It was, just, it was like a just a, it was just fun. a, a it was good a time, right? right? A good time. And then you fly back to Dallas, and then what? That, so I I leave there, mm-hmm. go back to the hotel immediately, knock out because I hadn't sleep. Right. Go back to Dallas because. Had to go back to Dallas because the next day I was flying to Tampa for Jingle Ball. And you're flying all over. You're, you're, you're flying more than the president. Yeah. And, and you're you're afraid of flying. Not scared of it. Hate it. Hate it. Yeah. Why do you hate flying? What is it that you I'm hate? I'm not in control. Well, it's nothing like yeah. intricate. It's just me not being able to control it. Do you As drink on I the plane? I would not. Sometimes I drink. I get too dehydrated and feel like I, I need to pass out, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Physically That's pass out. That's what alcohol out. does. No, pass out. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I remember mm-hmm. I brought the contract there just with me so I can like look at it while. Did you go over it with anybody? Do you have like an agent? I or have like a big brother who's like been my big brother in this radio business mm-hmm. since like forever. Okay. So he looked at it. And it was just like. He's like, it looks good. I mean, it is what it is. Wasn't Do great. Any contracts look good. I've never had a I've never signed a contract I in mean, my life are, other than renting my apartment. <laughs> yeah, and I think I've actually look, never had look, a contract those in look radio. Bogus too. But I just I think no. they're they're, you know. They're designed to look fancy, but it's just essentially bombastic bullshit of just common sense guidelines yeah. in, in renters Telling contracts. Yeah, 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 just, yeah, yeah don't is, set your place yeah, on yeah. fire. Don't fucking barbecue in your house. Shit don't like set that. the radio station yeah, on fire. Yeah. Don't right. have dead air. Don't drop F-bombs. Right. Right. Boom. There you go. Okay. So then, But except they make it 17 pages long. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> With all these different little like, yes, it's legal, just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking over it. The fine like, print. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, it is what it is. And I can't, I'm, just, I'm still thinking to myself, God, this is really happening. It's like surreal. Right. Yeah. And when do you actually just, take out the pen and sign it? How long did it from the time you got handed the contract to the point you actually signed it? How long was in between? It was a while, maybe like two, three weeks. Ooh. And was Ivy hitting you up? Yes. Like, ri- yes. I yes. Mean, that is what. Tri- okay. This is what trips <laughs> here's me the out. Thing, I am very like when it comes to stuff like that, even signing an apartment contract. You I am wait? like, yes, really? Only because I'm like, um. And I need to stop this because I am very, I'll get to it when I get to it. I hate to be rushed. Yeah, wow. Does that sound crazy? But I mean, uh, were they looking at anybody else for the, mm. for the gig? The, and when Ivy hands you the contract, what shift was it for? Uh, what shift was it for? Because when I first got here, I did overnights for a week. It was right. like two to five. And I think that was to like get my feet wet. Right. And then it was like 10 to two. I did 10 to two. Middays? At night. Uh-uh, oh, oh, oh at night. 10 to two. In the, okay, I gotcha. That's which was great because I had my it's a good whole time. day. Yeah, you had the whole day to do whatever you want. You could still go out. Well, you couldn't go out because the clothes would be closed by but that point. You could still go and eat dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how long did you do that shift for? Until 2020. Okay. And then, and then JoJo moves uh, right. to afternoons and I moved to. And nights. I was already here at that point. How long have I been doing nights? It's 2022. Two years. Two years. Going on three. And how do you like it? It's cool. I well, it's it's really interesting because JoJo, you know, passes that torch to yeah, you. Yeah, and, yeah. And do you ever the coolest? Do you ever see yourself doing earlier shifts? Would you ever consider doing mornings if the time ever came in the future? I'm not saying now or even five. I'm talking about. In your- I think it's a real. It's a, it's a conversation that I need to have with myself mm-hmm. because I know how 
much work and oh, how yeah. much pressure. It's a whole different it's, echelon of work oh and waking God. up and just responsibility. Because the morning show is the state, whatever it's station. It's the anchor. It's the anchor. It's the flag that whatever show follows suit, the, rate, the, the morning show, even if you don't listen to the morning show, depending on that morning show, that's how powerful that station is going to be. Mm-hmm. That's just how it is. And, and it's crazy to me because people who don't even listen to morning shows nowadays, you can catch up on podcasts and such, but we're talking back early in the day when there was, there was really that you had to get up and listen and you had to go sit through the commercials. There was no, you know, fast forward or whatever. Now, not like nowadays you can get a pie, like big boy show. They, they post up the full episode podcast with no music and no commercials in between. So you're just getting every segment back to back to back, which mm-hmm. is lovely. Right. You, on the other hand, you're you're talking about waking up early in the morning. You you come from essentially doing nights and and early evenings. Sometimes on the weekend you do what eleven a.m. right mm-hmm. or ten a.m. ten a.m. But waking up and being at work at six at is that four, something you can do? My clock goes off yeah. when I hang out with the morning show at four twenty-five, and I am like, because it feels like I just and I tried not try. I am disciplined mm-hmm. about going to bed, being in bed by eight thirty. And it almost feels like no time has passed. Oh uh, yeah. When I wake up and it's it's you know like how sometimes you can feel the inkling like I am sleeping way too long. Yeah, yeah. Your body when, starts to wake you right. up. Yeah. But at four twenty five, it does not no, happen. Your body's like, What the fuck are you doing? Unless you gotta get up and go to the bathroom. But even that mid the middle of the night tinkle to go back to bed is some of the best feeling in the world because you know you're you get to go back to Bro, bed. Bro, I, I swear to goodness, I don't know what it is. It, there is something rough about like mornings getting up at four o'clock yeah. in the morning. Yeah. Not but to I, say that, you know, I, I think would though never the, the motivation would be the it. money though. You oh, know, the 100%. amount of money that you'd get. Is, I would wake up. Yeah. Let me tell you at all types of uh, hours. Okay. Now let's take a little sidebar, a journey down other formats. Like we've had this conversation off podcast air, mm-hmm. so to speak. Where we've we've joked around, and you know KFI is here at iHeart, uh, Alt ninety eight seven is here at iHeart, and you've done you've done some pretty impressive. I absolutely, doesn't do not want to do alt. No, I know, but just in general, the the alternative rock personality you have, it's smudge, smudge. Now, can we get a little dose of smudge? Hey, it's smudge on air. I would literally talk like that. Yeah. Hey, it's smudge. Let's do a break. Here let's is... do a break. It's uh, it's it's. Let's just say it's Alt ninety eight seven for for argument's sake. Alt ninety eight seven sketch right here coming out of three eleven. Smudge with me. What's going on, Smudge? You know, today has just been a day. Yeah. Tell us about it, Smudge. I'm on a bender. <laughs> what kind of bender are we on? A bender tequila bender. Yeah. Now, why Smudge? I don't know. That's always been like my your alter I, like, ego. Refer to like alt or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's always been like Smudge. Now, my favorite. Is your your news anchor KFI voice? Can we get a dose it of that? It would literally be like mm-hmm. a fifteen year old was shot and killed on a corner of Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. Now sources are saying they have no idea what had happened, but police are urging you to call Crime Stoppers at two one three five seven seven tips, and then close it with a KFI reporting live from Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. EJ KFI News. <laughs> Isn't that? You know, you hearing yourself, but isn't that fantastic? It's so funny, and I, I just, just, I don't know if you see me close my eyes. I did. But I, I was I'm, watching I'm you, trying to like. Yeah, you really got into, mm-hmm. and you again, EJ. You don't ever stutter or or go uh. But I stutter all the time. I never hear you do that. You don't never hear me stutter in conversation. I've stuttered Barely. plenty of times on this podcast. I I do it more. 
I do it more because I'm always trying to gather my thoughts and not, I'm trying not to repeat the same word. Oh, who cares about that? I, I will say I it used to really bother me stuttering on air. Mm-hmm. Now I don't even think twice of it. Well, you never it do it. It used to really bother me. Yeah, well, it bothers really me. bother me. I have to edit it, it out. Should, do not edit it out. Yeah. <laughs> on a morning show, I stutter all the time, but I just feel like no one cares. Just do a little like I can. Listen, in conversation, no yeah. one, uh, hey. you and I, you did not point out me stuttering. I'm not pointing out yeah. you stuttering because it's conversational it's just, and I'm no one. I'm a perfectionist one. when it comes to replaying the You're audio. And plus, I'm going to hear this podcast 800 times before it gets published because mm-hmm. I'm going to go through it. I'm going to clean it up. It's going to sound real nice, tight and shiny, mm-hmm. but not too tight and shiny because I want you, like you said, you like the lulls. You like the uh-huh. uhs and the, the just kind of a, where you're gathering your thoughts. Now, with KFI or the news anchor, EJ, can we say what your full name is or do you just want to keep it EJ? Let's keep it EJ. Okay, let's keep it EJ. Would you go by EJ as a news anchor? Would you ever consider doing a news type programming show? In addition to. Yeah, yes. in addition to. You wouldn't just leave. Right, yeah. But what about in the future? What about in the future? Older EJ, who's now, you know, in his mid-50s. Older EJ would definitely like to be. Right? Would you do like anchoring. a like a full anchor? Or would you do like your own show, like Tim Conway Jr.? See, I don't know if I can I can talk for four, four hours. hours. I know. With live spots? Yes. Do you ever do I'm live like spots a, on KISS? No. No. Because they, the, uh, it has to be timed out, I think, for the stream. I right, think, right. No. Digital has to be exact. Right. Gosh, that's crazy, man. So I could imagine, I could see you doing a new show. But I would talk like this. Yeah, you be, talk normally. Yeah. But, but if I was anchoring, cool. I would, I would, yeah, like on Channel Two or something like that. I'm Do you want to make the jump to television? I used to. Yeah. So you said you were on television before. Yeah, just doing like entertainment stuff. Right, in entertainment in Austin. What what show was that again? It was Good Day Austin. Good Day Austin, and you what know did, how every Fox affiliate has the Good Day Insert City here. Yes. Now, it, uh, speaking of Insert City here. You're not just on at Kiss FM Los Angeles. You're across. Is it syndicated? No, it's like host because it's theory. you're hosting yeah. multiple stations. Right. right, right. So it's like Austin, not Austin anymore. Well, our weekend show airs on Austin, but mm-hmm. every night it's Detroit, Phoenix, Tampa, Seattle, Baltimore. Wow, five stations, six including Kiss. Yeah. So you're on six stations throughout the the country. Do you know what stations you're on? Obviously, but do you, can you remember? Do you know yeah, Channel 955, Kiss FM in Phoenix, mm-hmm. uh, FLZ in Tampa. Oh, FLZ? It's, yeah. Wow. It's, I've been on FLZ probably the longest. Do you know Eric Chase? No. Do you remember Eric Wait, Chase? Wait, Eric Chase. Eric Chase Cuts? Yes. No, I've I worked never, for him. Did you really? I work for him still now. I didn't know that. Yeah, I've worked for him since 2010. Eric Chase is like the, for those, the person listening right now, Chase is the John Frost of the East Coast. Even John Frost told me back in the day that he looks up to Eric Chase like the way I look up to John Frost. Did you work for Brian Apple at the beat or no? I did not work for Brian Apple. We've conversed uh, many times over social media and email. He but, had but KKBT yeah. sounding good. Yeah. Oh yeah. He was. He's another one that was uh, a radio imaging legend. Eric Edwards from Power 106. Who were was, you there when Quasi was there? I'm uh, well at the beat. At the beat? No, I wasn't. I was okay. not there. I worked at the. I worked at one hundred point three. The beat from two thousand five to two thousand six. See, I think he was at ninety two three. Yeah, he was at ninety two three, and then he went to the East Coast and then right. came back. Uh, so in the radio world, you know, these three imaging people: the uh, Brian Apple, John Frost, Eric Chase, are like the. They're like the pioneers. 
You know, like imaging was my first love. Really? You would have been an imaging director? I was actually applying for jobs for him. That's probably why I, I think you're so good on Vox Pro editing on the fly, live on the air, which it takes skill. It's like, did you ever work on Real to Real? No. No, I, that's where I started. Did that's you ever work that. on the 360 shortcut? Yep. Okay, that edit was in, edit out. That was my first introduction to I'd never digital seen, editing. Yeah, I'd never seen a sound wave on a computer like that before. Can you read waves too? You mean like how, like from the peaks and valleys and where, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I match them up in my head Which immediately. Which is funny is yeah. how like, because I was like, like reading I, music notes. Right. And I was like, because um, I was teaching somebody or not even teaching somebody who was watching me. And I was like, oh, because look at this wave and look at this yeah. wave. It's the same thing. It's so the same thing. Or you could tell the them. pickup, you know, right. the pickup, you yeah. know, you could just say the shape of the wave. That's the same word. And he like, just oh, said. you didn't listen to it. And I'm like, no, yeah. it's you can literally see the same thing. Yeah, I do that with big reading. boys editing a lot. Yeah. I'm, I just because and I just know where he's going to stop. I know when he's going to pick up and it's easy with him because I've been working with him for so long. Mm-hmm. Did you. Uh, okay. So, so what were we saying? Let me, let me pick back up here. I'm, I'm totally getting lost. This is my damn you weed moment here. Uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, EJ, do you smoke weed at all? I don't. I do, um, edibles. Yes. Yes. Like gummies, like candy. Oh, you eat a few of them. Yes. You can, you don't just eat one or two. Uh-uh. You can handle like a whole handful. Not a handful. Let's right. not get crazy. You're like two or three. <laughs> we're like at burning man. And then I'm just like, right. Ooh, I, um, and then I will knock out probably get the best sleep of my life yeah so uh, you're you're like a you can eat some weed and go to sleep you yeah. don't get creative you don't want to go to the movies or, no 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 like i the, don't want to hear like me doing a show and i'm like smoking weed right or like eating it okay okay well let's see okay we've covered a lot here there's so much more to talk about i don't want to keep you on for too long you've already spent uh, quite a bit of time how, with how me. How much time? Have- an hour and a half. What? Yeah. What? Went on for an hour and a half I have already. To track again. Yeah, you got to track again. For a show that's about to air at uh, in Phoenix. This is one of the hardest working men in radio. As Tom Joyner would say, the hardest. Oh yeah, I did. I did. I worked with him as well. Not worked with him, but I worked beat? at at one hundred point three when they switched formats. He came. I worked oh, with John what, Sally as well. It was uh, yeah. I remember because I think he was doing his show for like six hours. Oh, yeah. And then remember uh, Michael Bazden? Did you yes. remember Michael Bazden? Come Juan on, Femle. Juan V. Where's Juan my bullet sound effect? Juan D. Come on, yeah, yeah. Femle. Yeah, yeah. Was it Juan V or Juan D? I think it was Juan D. Oh, I'm thinking still... Juan V from Big Boy Show. Because oh. <laughs> I think he runs D.O. Hughley's show now. It was so funny with the Juan D. Where's my sound effect? And it would be like, <laughs> it'd be like two minutes later, he'd be on to a whole different topic. And then you hear the bullet sound effect. <laughs> and he'd be like, Juan D, we're real late with that, but let's keep going. I was like, what the hell? It was great. Fun time. Like, I remember when that show was just local in New York. Oh, yeah. WRKS. And he talked about going on his cruises, like those debauchery cruises with judges and politicians. God, I forgot all about remember that. Remember that? You couldn't do that now in today's climate. No way. No, you couldn't say n- that. You can't have debauchery anymore. I mean, only Leonardo DiCaprio has the yacht parties, and even those... I'm sure he he catches flack for I him miss now. Debauchery, yeah, yeah. What kind of debauchery? I mean, debauchery of like the early 2000s. Oh yeah, when it was fun. Let me tell you, oh, when you before talk to like some of these old, yeah, yeah. I remember having a conversation with my um my radio auntie, and she was like, "Don't you think we were doing the same thing that you were doing as kids? Even Except worse, we didn't have we didn't put it on the internet. Yeah, I know nowadays, man." Sometimes I get so mad whenever I'm like out with someone yeah, and like just a moment is happening and they have to post it. Yeah. That's me. Remember? Are you? Well, 
I've learned like I remember Big would always when I'd walk into Big Studio, I had my phone out and I was recording and posting everything. And I, even I posted something he wrote to me in his book, and it was like personal. And I posted it, and he didn't like that. And I, I, I respected him for that because I was like, you know, you're right. And I remember after that, I, I slowed my roll on posting shit. Not, it's not like he got mad. He just was like, yo, man, sketch that was just for you. You know what I mean? Like, and I said, yeah, you know, you're right. I just get out of control because I want everybody to know. You want people to yeah, see what you see. Yeah. And I, I, it's special, big special to me. And it's, it's like my big brother. You know, I've never, I never had a brother. I have two older sisters and they're fantastic. But Big's been in my life since I was 12 years old. I said this on the first episode of the Sketchomatic Show podcast. I did a little homage to Big Boy. Did but, you really? But, you know, it's because of him I got into radio in the first place uh, in if it wasn't for him, I don't think you and I would be having this guy. This podcast wouldn't be happening if I didn't know that that guy. Really? So, yeah, that's how much of a pinnacle role he played in my life to propel me into this where we are now. I just think he's the best. Yeah, like, he is. Literally the best. I remember when I first met him and how special he made me feel. Yeah. Yeah, he's like that. He, and it's the same with you. It's like you have he can make you feel comfortable. He can disarm you in yeah. a second. And plus, it's big. Even if Big wasn't on the air, I think he'd still have that ability because it's just his his charisma just about him. His his whole aura is just it's different from every other human I've ever met. I think the same goes for Howard Stern. I think the same goes for Joe Rogan. You know, certain people have like this and it's not just because they're famous, it's just because for example, Vic the Brick Jacobs, who's been on the air forever. Right? I was watching an old Arsenio Hall show, and he was the guest yeah. that night. Yeah, Vic the Brick was on with uh with uh Rick Dees back in the day. Really? Yeah, and I, you know, I grew up to Vic Vic the Brick, but he's one of those people where you meet him, and and he's such a kind soul. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you could see it in his eyes, and you could see the love in his eyes. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but certain only certain people have that where you look at them, and immediately you know that they're real. You know, I wonder if people say that about me, like if they're like, man, he just I do. Really? I always say I immediately took to you as soon as we met. And I remember I told you, I said, I remember meeting you in the hallway vividly. I was walking down the hallway up here on the fifth and I saw you and I knew it was you because I could hear you talking from, you know, down the hall. I, yeah, you I were was talking having to, a conversation with someone. I, I think I it was were... Ashley, Ashley Benet, uh, who was uh, yes, at the time. Yes, yes, and yes. And I walked up and I go, <laughs> EJ and you're all. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, I'm sketch. I work with uh, Tony Sanchez in production. I've edited a lot of your spots. And you're like, oh, it's nice to meet you. And you just started walking with me. And I said, I work for Big Boy. Oh, my God. I love Big Boy. It was like we had been friends for years. I, 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 I don't know. Not to say I don't know why, but I, I, I really, mm-hmm. I remember somebody said that they met me working here. And they were like, you were just so dismissive. And I was like, are you sure? Cause that doesn't sound like me. Like I know, like mm. I know me right. and I know that dismissive that's like, seems a little, yeah, excessive. I'm not dismissive. Maybe aloof, maybe aloof. Cause I, you were I busy. 100% can yeah. be aloof. Yeah. But, but you know I, what? But I, but this time she met me. Right. Quote unquote. Right. I, um, I, I like I was, I don't feel like I was dismissive. Hey, maybe or, she just caught you at a bad time. You know, it's like you're a human being, man. I try, I try not to have bad times right. when meeting new people. I hear you on that. It's hard sometimes. I'm very, when I'm not in the mood to talk to somebody, it's very visible on my face. Is like, it? yeah, I'm, I'm not, with a lot of people around me. Yeah, parts. I wear my emotions on my forehead, not even how my did sleeve. You, how, do you, how would you do your glasses if somebody messed with you and they walked into your studio? Oh, you mean like Tony? <laughs> <laughs> You mean when I like look over my glasses with like an ice cold? 
cold hitman stare and go and, and then say the one word. Yes. What do you want? In other words, subtitle says, what do you want in that? Yes. Probably gonna have to edit this part out. <laughs> Love you, Tony. Um, Wait, hold on. Go let's, ahead. Let's go ahead. see. Hold he, on. He's doing his show. I mean, he's, he's running the board. Check, 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 check. That better not end up on that goddamn podcast. Hey, I can hear it. Can can you do a real quick break? Can you do one for me? Go. Hold on one second. Here we go. Yeah, post below. Wait, hold on. Put that in mic two. My mic. What do I do? I mean, program two. I'm sorry. Oh, program two. Okay. I'm an idiot. Yeah, yeah, Post Malone and Toshi Ken right there. I like you. It's 1047 Kiss FM. The Valley's number one hit music station. Saturday afternoon, what's popping? It's EJ checking in, throwing it back with this 50 cent. Let's go. That was a, a recorded br- live break from EJ, the motherfucking DJ, right Mainly here. Exclusive. Because... Exclusive Sketchomatic Show podcast. Hold on one second. <laughs> <laughs> Marshmallow and Khalid right there. Numb. It's 1047 Kiss FM, the Valley's number one hit music station. Am I the only person that wants to know what Marshmallow looks like underneath that helmet? Like, can we get a sneak peek, please? It's Kiss. That's so good, man. Isn't that crazy? So, you know, it's a rockin' taco winning weekend. We're going to get you hooked up to go to the Taco Street Festival in downtown Chandler. Let's do that like around 335. You can win on Kiss FM. I mean, that's crazy skill right there. You think so? Yeah, yeah. Uh, excuse me. Ooh. 104.7 Kiss FM. It is EJ. Let's get you into the Rock and Taco Street Festival. Text the keyword FEST to 96893. Right now, for your chance to win, you'll get a confirmation text. Standard message and data rate supply. Text FEST to 96893 for your shot to win on Kiss FM. Pee break. You ever see Drink Champs? I have. <laughs> Don't they, like, stop for pee breaks, too? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I was watching one episode and it was like I remember Rogan did that on his because I watch Rogan's podcast I actually watch the video stream on Spotify I don't just listen because he has that video and it's mm-hmm. really high quality and at the 4th of July they did that like they were sitting it's like a 3-4 hour episode and in the middle like the guest is like I gotta take a whiz He's like, you want to stop for I have to pee I've been wanting to pee and they just stop and you could just tell they edited it together and I was like that's fucking genius I wish there was more of that and more yeah. of the reality. Even Stern talks. He's like, I have to pee. I've had to pee for the last two hours. <laughs> it's crazy because sometimes when you're on the air mm. and some, these songs aren't long enough anymore. Right. Yeah. They're all so like, you have three minutes wait, and under. Like, sometimes I have to wait a whole 20 minutes. Or you put the longer version on. Do you ever do these? Do you, no, still, you can't do I that can, anymore. You, like they're all. What about stop sets? You can go during the stop yeah, set. Yeah. That's, right? that's, that's, that's why I got to wait 20 minutes to go because that's I'm waiting good to the for 42. You. I know. Yeah. But like. It's every other song. I mean, but at least you don't have like a bladder control issue, right? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I don't. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, man. Listen, EJ, I've kept you here so long. We're going to have to do a part two. We're going to have can to do we? a part two. Of course we can. It's no. my show. I'm down. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, a, if, I if love a good part two, if you're up to, for it, yes, I'm going to bring you back for part two. Okay. And, and I want to talk more about, you know, just the next venture for EJ is you next said part go, two. We should talk about how I think LA is so morbid. Oh, and I want to go into the how you don't believe in luck. I don't. Because this is episode seven. You're lucky number seven. Can we quickly talk about why you don't believe in luck? Because if you believe in good luck, you have to believe in bad luck. You don't think there's bad luck? No. Do you think there's I think evil? there is a ser- Yes. Okay. I think there is a series of unfortunate accidents. You've only, you make your own luck, so to speak? Not necessarily that. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, I think right place, right time. Yeah. 
Do you think you were lucky that you got into this radio business? Do you think that it was it had something to do, or do you think it was just your own drive making the the the? I don't know, think it was luck. No, I think it was people saw how hard I worked, and then it was like. Mm. Did you ever have a real job outside of radio? You said you Sam worked Goody. for Remember Sam Goody? Yeah, it was like Circuit City. Yeah. Yeah, and you you worked at Sam I worked Goody. Worked at Sam Goody and then from that I just I've worked at after school programs. Just same, the same after school program for years. Let's close out with this. I usually ask my my guests and the talent like if you didn't get into radio, what career path would have you I know you said this earlier you might have been a teacher. Do you would you still stick with that? Probably a teacher or um like a hardcore journalist. Like a, the KFI guy? Uh-huh. Yeah. But probably teaching. Teaching, I can see you doing. Now, what would you teach? I would just teach, you know. Life? Not even life, <laughs> but like, you know, first, second grade. You know, oh, kids. They, don't, they don't separate right. subjects. Right. Oh, the, so you would teach, you'd more than teach children. Right. Not, not just, you wouldn't teach like teenagers. Mm-mm. Fuck that. Right. Like teenagers. <laughs> Well, EJ, God, it's been scintillating. Fun. It's been fascinating. There's been so much. You, is there any closing words of wisdom you can share with the very few people listening to, to this words podcast? Words of wisdom. Uh, have fun and enjoy the ride. Done deal. A man of few words, but of many talents. Only reason why I remember when, 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 um, because I look back on like certain cities that I lived in and I'm like, man, I really should have enjoyed it as opposed to looking for you. the next thing. Yeah, where the grass is always greener. Right. Syndrome. Grass is never greener. No. And if not. it is, the water bill is higher. I hear you on that. I do hear you on that. I, I I remember enjoying the time when I lived in Miami for six months when I worked at Clear Channel in Miami. And I, I, I remember missing LA so bad it was Miramar. the first time. Yeah, I, I worked in Miramar and I lived in, in Miami Springs, which was right behind uh the Miami International Airport. I was seven minutes from South Beach. But I, and it was wonderful. Hot as fuck, but it was wonderful. Uh, but I just, I never lived outside of LA and I was really physically homesick, like physically, like I could feel, it it felt like my, my brain was still here, but my body was in Miami. And I remember dreaming of moving back home. And when I would come to visit on my vacation, I remember everything looked different. It looked smaller or tight, like more compact. Miami? I, oh, because I went, I got a gig shout out to Nautica Dela Cruz who got me my gig at 100.3 The Beat as imaging director. And here's the other quick, and I'm going to leave you with this. When I was in Miami, and Nautica called me, and she says, hey, because I used to work with Nautica De La Cruz at Power, and then she left Power. She worked at KJLH. She, wor- she was yeah. RV's Angels. Yes, and she wor- and then she went to go uh, work at uh, Dominique, uh, The right. Beat. Yeah, and I remember she said, Sketch, uh, The Beat, they're, they're looking for an imaging director, and I put your name in the, in the hat. And I said, well, Nautica, I live in Miami now. She's like, don't tell them that. I said, no, and she, why not? She goes, you don't want him to sweat the moving expense. Just say, your number's still 818. Just say that you still live in LA. And I go, well, what about this? And she's like, just worry about that later. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, I hate a what if mother yeah, effort. I was like, so worried about everything. Shut up yeah, just, just shut like, up. Just yeah. listen. Yeah, and she was right. And I did exactly what she said. And I remember Tom Calicochi, they had, it was between me and this other guy in Texas. I forget his name. I forget his name. I, it's on the tip of my tongue. And Burnside. shout out to What's it say again? Benjamin? Ah, not no. Benjamin. Oh, God, I can't remember. And I just, I know that. And did you know Hideo? Did you know Hideo from the no, beat? But that sounds DJ Hideo. He passed away, unfortunately, oh, no. but, but he, he helped me get my gig as well. And it was between me and this other guy in Texas. And I remember I made this one promo for Snoop and Dre. It had Snoop and Dre in it and it fucking fried their eyelashes off. 
And I was so, and this is back when I worked on Orban Odyssey. Do you remember what that is? The, the editing bay? No. This is, oh, this is before Pro Tools and all. Well, I just wasn't on Pro Tools at the time, and I don't think it was as accessible. But we used to work on this editing, and I used to edit it. It was like Vox Pro, but with 10 channels. Is, uh, yes, I do know. Yeah, it was that. Was and terrible. they were like $17,000 brand new. It was like a new car. Terrible. Yeah, and I had three of them. Wait, anyway. What was I about to tell you? Um, do you remember Saw? Oh, Saw sound audio workbench or i forget what it's called but saw yeah yeah a lot of people work on saw and it, it actually it's, you still have to bounce stuff down in in uh, uh um, pro tools in real time no not anymore i could do it offline but i used to i remember those days i remember having to bounce and it was and if you did and it we used to have to render out all of big boys weekend show I remember Johnny Barbara used to have to do That's that. That's when you do that in like yeah. cool edit. And he would do that, but then sometimes it would freeze and crash halfway through and you'd have to start over again. It was the worst. And I'm like, why don't they? And then finally they upgraded it to offline, which is fantastic. But yeah, going back to Nautica, she said, hey, just tell him, do this promo, put your name in the hat. And sure enough, Tom hits me up and he goes, Sketch, we really like you. Are you available to come in for a meeting? And I remember I took a vacation from Clear Channel that that month or that week, I, I put in for my, uh, it was like a week vacation. I didn't have two weeks, but I remember I, I took a week vacation. I flew myself back to LA, had my friend Max Rebo pick me up from Long Beach Airport. And all the while I told them, they go, when can you, when can you come in for, I said, well, I'm helping my sister move to Reno. And she actually was moving from, from Susanville to Reno up North, right? I was just using it as cover. And I came out here and he goes, oh, well, come on when you, when you finish and you drive back, come to this. I said, okay. He goes, where do you live? I, I live in Granada Hills. Oh yeah. I see you have 818 total heist, yes. right? I get there and I'm on vacation it, at real, I'm sorry, at a, a 100.3, the beat. And I'm in a meeting and sure enough, they hire me. I fly back to Miami, quit my job and then shipped my car back to LA for, on like a freight. And flew back, and it wasn't until the end of Tom Calicochi's, uh, what's the word? Tenure? Tenure, yes. He was there officially, but then they started to flip format, so he left. You know, he, he leaves to go to another, be a program director. But he, I remember he asked me, he goes, Sketch, are you the sketch that was in Miami? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, I knew it! And I'm like, he goes, why didn't you tell us? And I said, I didn't want you to sweat the moving expenses, plus you had just put John Sally in the morning. I didn't want, I didn't want to lose this opportunity. And he goes, you know what? you did the right thing because they would probably would have passed on you because of that, just because of that, because of the moving expenses. And that's when it was radio one, right? It was ran by radio one. Yeah. And it was, I forget her name, uh, Kathy Hughes. Yeah. I only met her a few times. Cool. In this. Cause we got to talk. Go ahead. No, in this. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> EJ, thank you so much for being here on the sketch show podcast. Episode seven. Lucky Ooh, seven. You're lucky. Number seven. You're a lucky. I'm a lucky guy for having such a cool guy on my show. Thank you so, so much. Thank you very much for being here. And I hope you can come back again and uh, come back for number two. Number two. For sure. All right. Part two. Part two. EJ, the motherfucking DJ. We out. Oh, good for you. And how was it? The Sketchomatic Show. Hey, too much information and shit, man. Shut your mouth, SA. Okay, bye.